Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk to you about the results of a study, um, an SEO study that were announced at the recent SMX East conference up in New York City. It was a conference we actually attended. Yeah. Which was uh, very enlightening. I learned quite a bit. Um, and we actually uh, did not sit in on, on this particular one, but we did read about it and we did hear about it while we were there. Um, the the presentation was titled Reverse Engineering Google's Local Search Algorithm. So if you've ever Googled your practice name, which hopefully at some point you have, and if you haven't, there are plenty of people that are, um, this is uh, studying how you come up in those results and ways to um, show up a little bit better. So the highlighted uh, sort of findings from this is what we're going to go over today, and we'll talk about a couple of um, different things that you should and could be doing relatively easily to improve where you show up. Yeah, and so Corey mentioned that we didn't actually go to this breakout session at the conference, and I think we were a little dumbfounded. It was a great conference. Lots of people that are there that um, are responsible for kind of strategic SEO for um, whatever businesses they represent. What do you think? A couple thousand people yeah, in I all? Yeah, I would say so. That's about right. So we went up. We had three members of our team that went up and spent the week in New York. Um, and we're more um, your traditional kind of marketing personality types. And it's like, except for Corey. He's kind of a nerd. And so he, he he probably <laughs> blended in the best. And I had to try my darndest to pay attention. But we took away so many great tips and tricks for really boosting search rankings for the practices that we work with day in and day out. So, I mean, to dumb it down to the lowest possible denominator, what can we learn from this research that came out of SMX East and how can we apply it in the practices that we work with? So the very first thing that um, that we got out of this session and the results of this study is that reviews actually matter. And that those sites that actually have more reviews on Google are going to outrank other businesses down the street. Yeah, I think that is a key differentiator and something that we should harp on is it's more reviews with Google. So we talk a lot about reviews on this podcast and on the website and um, every day to our clients, really. Um, and we're getting reviews from all sorts of those. I feel like it's all we talk about sometimes. It, it does seem like it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we talk about the physician-specific websites, you know, your health grades, your vitals, and rate MDs, those kinds of things. And those are great, and people are using them. Um, but to show up better in search, specifically, this study found um, that there is a correlation between the number of reviews you have on Google, and if you have more, you're going to outrank other businesses. So if right now, if you Google, you know, your your practice name and maybe a couple competitors around you or you know just the general uh, subspecialty that you deal with you'll get a list of things that are showing up at the top usually there's a little bit of a map and then there's a couple of search results right below that and so what this is saying is 
one of the ways to show up first uh, right under that map is just have more reviews. Yeah, and it's an easy way to get reviews and it's an easy way to see the impact. We had a client recently that was showing up um, right under her nearest competitor. And we went in and we looked at her reviews on Google and her nearest competitor had like six reviews and she had like two reviews. And Corey said, you know, hey, Suzette, all you have to do is get a couple of your clients to leave you some reviews on Google. And she did it. And lo and behold, in the next couple of days, she was above her competitor. Yep. And and that's something to know, too, is that you mentioned it takes a couple of days. And it does. It can take a couple of days. It can take a couple, couple of weeks. couple weeks, whatever. Um, but yeah, she did show up in front of her competitor now and she outranks her. So uh, step number one to do that is you have to claim your uh, business on Google My Business. Um, so if you go to, uh, you can actually just Google, believe it or not, Google <laughs> My Business. and um, Because Google's a verb. Right, it is now. <laughs> um, so you type in Google My Business, that exact phrase, uh, it'll take you right to where you need to go. And then it'll walk you through the steps to actually claim your business. It's either a fo- phone call or a postcard. Then you can add uh, you know, certain information, make sure your hours are correct, your phone's correct. Uh, you get some photos up there, what have you. Uh, and then you can start accepting reviews, and then you can uh, outrank other businesses in your area, just like that. Yeah, and if you don't go out there and, ex- and claim the page, and you don't um, put all your information in, and you don't add photos because you don't have time, yada, 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 guess what? They're still going to be accepting reviews, and then some algorithm out there is going to, some data feed is going to populate the information on your page with or without your knowledge. So regardless whether you want to be accepting reviews on Google, chances are they're already being accepted, so you might as well go out there and own the space. Exactly, yeah. It, I mean, why not put your best foot forward? Like you said, they're already out there, so you know, you, no need to put your head in the sand. And if you actually take a proactive approach to doing this, not only can you help control the space or respond to the reviews, but you can outrank your competitors that are right down the street. Yeah, so another thing that they said that would really help um, that the service the study said that would really help in your rankings is your ability to rank organically. Yeah. So this is this was um, kind of depending on which way you look at it, it's it's kind of like a no brainer, but it also makes a lot of sense. And it's saying that um, for the organic SEO, you also have to um, apply a lot of the traditional SEO sort of tactics um, in addition to having. Um, a secure site. So what that means basically is that your website's up to date. It doesn't doesn't show up with any sort of malware or anything like that. So if you work with any sort of halfway decent vendor, they'll let you know if there's anything going on there. Um, recently, Google has said that if you are not on an HTTPS site, they're going to start to ding you for that. So this is a uh, in the the result of the study is a direct result of the words straight from Google basically. Um, you need to be on a on a secured HTTPS, and if you're not, then you need to switch over as soon as you possibly can. Well, how are you supposed to find out if you're on an HTTPS? Well, it's simple. And what does that actually mean? Yeah, so that's um, using what's called an SSL certificate. What so is that? It's a basically it's just saying that yes, this site is trusted, and we have this certificate to prove okay. it. Essentially, so it's not someone the practice manager isn't going to worry about this. They're going to go to their vendor that's yep. doing their hosting and yep. make sure that all this is in place. Exactly. Great. And you need to tell them that you need to be you need that SSL certificate, and everything needs to be on the HTTPS. I would just send them a link to the study and say, "Hey, webmaster, we want make this. sure that all <laughs> this is, is is relevant for us." Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the the way to tell that if you have 
have that or not is if you go up into your browser and you try and go to your uh, website with and without one, one of them will work, one of them won't, or they both will. And if, if the regular one works, that's fine. Um, but it should redirect to the one with the S on the end. So another thing they talked about a lot when they were talking about this organic ranking is links and that how much links actually matter. You know, what was your takeaway from that, Corey? Because I've never worked that much with links. I know they're part of my day-to-day, but I've never actually gone out there um, from what I do day in and day out with the practices we work with. I've never gone out and actually started a link building program. So Mm -hmm. how does that apply to this whole organic search ranking? Well, the good thing about links is um, what they've started to do is open it up so some of the social platform can actually count for for that. Yeah, so it's uh, basically when we're talking about links, they just want to say that if there's a relevant term, let's say that your subspecialty is um, ophthalmology. So if you're typing in ophthalmology and you're referencing, you know, 94% of such and such have glaucoma by a certain age, you're going to link out to that specific study. And so it's actually a combination of um, internal links, linking to different pages on your site to try and tie them together, external links that go to different websites. And then, uh, and this is the, the trickier part, is having other sites link to you. Because what Google looks at and they say, well, we've got these other, let's say, dozen or so sites that link back to this practice website for whatever reason. Well, they must link there because these people know what they're talking about. So we're going to promote this website above some of the other ones because this website knows what they're talking about. So you're really building trust and authority by having links to your website. Correct. And, and like I mentioned, one of the simplest ways to do that is to hop on social media and, if, and link back to your website. And certain um, social platforms rank better than others. One of the things that we actually talked about in this conference was that Pinterest ranks the best out of all the social sites, which I wouldn't have expected. No, and it was interesting too because they talked about Pinterest and because Pinterest is trying to roll out some new advertising options that they are much more open to trial and error and really pushing to do things. Whereas something like, you know, Facebook, who is the, 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 like the mothership of all the advertising and they have the biggest audience, they're not as open to messing with the user experience as Pinterest might be because they they know what their guidelines are and they, they already have all their practices in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was interesting to hear that. So um, if you don't have a real social strategy right now, one of the best things that you can do is go through your website and, and pull out certain topics and um, create posts that link back to those because that will help you on the SEO front. Yeah, and um, I the... the deeper I dove down into the study, it was interesting too, because they were saying, you know, as a, from a takeaway standpoint, you know, where should you as the webmaster, you know, slash marketing person, slash content creator, slash social media manager, slash HR manager at your practice, um, be putting your time and your energy. And it was interesting to me because I don't spend all that much time consciously thinking about link building. But the key takeaway was that you should put your the bulk of your time into your link building efforts. And the way that Corey was just describing it kind of makes sense more to me is that, you know, maybe I'm not thinking that I'm diving into a link building project, but I am diving every day into social media projects that are linking back to the site. And I am diving into claiming profiles and focusing on reviews that then in turn link back to the site. And so being proactive, it was interesting because the study said, you know, first and foremost, put your effort and your time and your energy into link building, then put it into increasing your site itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and something to consider too 
too, is kind of the ripple effect of social media. So let's say that a Facebook link doesn't really count for too much. Well, when you reach a certain person or that article is shared uh, or that piece of content, I should say, is shared, whatever the case may be, you don't know what they're going to do with it. So you know, maybe they link it on their website or they send it to another friend who puts it up or you know whatever the case may be there's just every time that you do something and you're engaging with that audience you know there's a ripple effect that's going to go out and the better the content the larger the the ripple so if you have better um, quality content then the chances of this being successful are even higher yeah and you know another thing is we put a lot of energy um, especially recently in running link reports so that we can see where there's broken backlinks to the sites that we're managing or things that we can optimize or if there's errors that are popping up on the page. And Corey, why don't you share that example with that one client that we saw recently where we were looking at we were looking at top pages within the site and there were a bunch of 404 error pages. We were like, hold on a second, mm -hmm. something might be going on. And when we dove a little deeper, what is it you found? Yeah, we were able to find that um, the 404 errors were a result of where the links were coming from. They were actually uh, on a different website, and it was sending people to a page that no longer existed. So we had to correct that. And luckily, that um, it was it was a sister site. It was just you know kind of under the same umbrella. So it was easy to go in there, correct where that link was sending them, and clear the issue right up. Yeah. So just another thing to be thinking about when you're when you're talking about marketing your entire practice. If you want to show up well on search, then it's not just so much buying AdWords anymore or doing you know this or doing that. You got to really focus on building those um, those patient reviews and really focus on making sure that your links are working properly and that you have a link strategy in place. So the third thing out of the study that said you know the third most important thing that you need to do in order to show up on that first page of Google is you need to really address the um, user experience and the fact that you have to have a mobile website. So what does that actually mean, Corey? Yeah, so with a lot of the traffic today, it's coming from a mobile phone or a tablet. So this is just saying that Google really is emphasizing this shift toward favoring mobile-friendly sites. And if you don't have one, and what that means is, so if you take out your phone right now and um, put in your URL and go to your website, if it looks really small and it looks like the exact same thing that you would see on your desktop that's not mobile friendly so a mobile friendly site if you, you go to it and then everything kind of fits the screen and it looks really nice and it's kind of easy to interact with basically what they're saying is that if you have that you're going to show up over places that do not so if you have a little bit older website you probably do not have that if you have a newer one you probably have what's called responsive which means that the website sort of reformats itself a little bit depending on the size of the screen that's being viewed. Yeah, and we'll put it in the show notes, And um, but Google has a great tool that you can just go to this one domain and type in your website, and it will, it takes about 30 seconds to run your site through the system, but it will tell you if you're mobile friendly or not. And if even if you are mobile friendly, it'll tell you like, you know, you can do A, B, and C to actually correct or improve your ability to be mobile. We have a client that we're working with right now who has a, a website that's a little bit older that we did not build. I think it's it's rooted in cold fusion. And um, we're, we're slowly, painfully going through and trying to get um, to, to improve the user experience because they're just not ready to bite off um, an, an, a brand new website from scratch. And so, um, interestingly enough, we finally got this other company because we don't do um, the, the cold fusion. 
and we're working with this other company that they've always used. And um, Danielle's on the phone with them the other day, and through the conversation, she goes, okay, well, you know, for some reason, your site is not showing up on the mobile version. And we had this woman literally say, well, they have a completely separate mobile website. And so I'm curious to see how that impacts their ability to show up in search because having a separate mobile website means that you have to do twice the amount of work. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, it's yeah. so much work. Yeah. So if you have a separate mobile site, that means it's twice the work. So it's, it's two twi- websites, basically. Right. It's twice the dollars because if you're not going to be doing this yourself, most likely. So that means someone's going to have to go in spend all the time optimizing it on the one side and turn around and do the exact same thing on the mobile site which is why if you haven't had a new site built in the last five years it's it's now is the time you need to start taking a look at it because if your site is not mobile then don't spend any money or energy anywhere else because you're not going to show up on that first page not right. in a space that's competitive yep exactly and and google's been saying for a long time that um you know being mobile friendly has is a ranking factor for organic search so just in general with general queries and searches that does matter but now this study was saying that it matters locally too. So if someone's saying orthopedic near me or whatever the case may be, that if you have the mobile site, uh, you will show up preferred over someone that does not. Yeah, so those are kind of our big takeaways from this study that was done and um, kind of announced at the SMX East Conference. And you know, I think that those are um, easy enough takeaways that we can all interpret, digest, and then come up with you know some, some actionable items to go out there and claim our reviews and claim our business listings, you know, make sure that our site is mobile and then um, not get locked down in the schematics of what link building means. Just means that you need to make sure that your pages are linking to one another, that you're paying attention to those organizations. You know, you join the Chamber of Commerce, you want to make sure that they put a link on their website back to your to your page and that you are paying attention to how you're linking within your social media. And if you do those things, then chances are you're going to show up on the front page of Google and you can stop worrying so much about what it actually means, like what these webmasters are interpreting because we've interpreted it for you down to the dummy level, which is the only way that I understand things. <laughs> and we'll put a link to this study too in the show notes so that you guys can reference that or more importantly, send it directly to your webmaster and say, hey, we need to do all the regular stuff that you have been doing or that you were supposed to be doing and <laughs> this local stuff. And I think that's really kind of the, the big takeaway is that um, you know, you've got your traditional SEO, you've got the local stuff, um, and they both matter. And you should be doing both of them. Or your webmaster should. Somebody should. Somebody has to be doing this. So with that, um, thanks for joining us here at Dr. Marketing Tips. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.